Gentlemen, welcome to the Insider's Edge podcast here on the WZWA Network. I'm your host with the most on the West Coast, California Imperial. It's a joy, honor, and privilege to be with you all once again. And speaking of a joy, honor, and privilege, right here, right now, I get to talk to the Queen of XPW. She represents the Women's World Order. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the one, this is the only, this is the incomparable Miss Kat Martini. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. It's uh, nice to have the opportunity to talk to you. Uh, and Kat, usually the first question on the show that I ask everybody is, um, you know, did you become a wrestling fan growing up? And, and if so, how did you become a fan? Well, I grew up in the Attitude Era. So I had, I'm an only child. So, and I'm like super girly, but I had neighbors that had three boys and they were big into wrestling. So we kind of got stuck watching um, the Attitude Era. I don't even remember. I couldn't even tell you what wars were going on, what (laughs) rivalries were happening. All I know was John Cena was super hot. Randy Orton was even hotter. And The Rock was The Rock. So I was like, <laughs> I don't know. But um, as I got with Robert, or Rob Black, yes. I uh, I started watching it and getting into it, understanding it. And now here we are. Right. And obviously it snowballs from there. Um, I, I, I kind of, I, one thing that I thought was uh, interesting to ask you, because uh, I, I don't want to like, spend the whole interview asking about Rob or anything like that. Cause this one's about you. This is supposed to be about you, but before your days of being the queen of XPW, you had to meet your King. Right. And uh, <laughs> when you first met him, how did he go about explaining what XPW was? Uh, how difficult was it for, for you from your perspective of what you knew of wrestling, you meet this man and then, he tries to explain to you that the craziness of the original XPW. How did that conversation go? Um, well, he, well, we met from the other industry that we were part of. Yes. So he was kind of going through the rundown of, you know, extreme associates and then to what he was, you know, after prison and what he was doing then. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I used to own this wrestling company. And I'm like, oh, what? (laughs) And I never knew indie wrestling was a thing. I never knew deathmatch wrestling was a thing. Um, So, like, that's, like, the naive, you know, part of me. And so he's explaining it to me. I'm like, oh, I got to see this. Like, (laughs) give it to me. I want to see. So he started playing, um, like, all the old XBW um shows yeah and with angel and supreme and chaos and all them and i'm like oh my god like that's so crazy like these guys are doing this 
like this is insane but me I'm like I love slasher films so like any kind of violence I'm like yes <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I want all the violence I want it all <laughs> well excellent well, you, you, you've met the right guy then if you want to yeah, see that <laughs> closer uh, and up front uh, as you probably have over the last few uh months um uh, so okay, you 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 you're dating Rob. You you married to Rob. Uh, when when you found out XPW was going to come back and he wanted to do this, uh, and he'd been he'd been out of like the business for a long time. Well, you two together, how do you start to just kind of build that infrastructure that you need to get it going? How, how do you just start from scratch like that? Well, about eight years ago, we um he started talking to Supreme again and he uh, and Supreme was part of this fed called UEW and Robert knew the people. So we were already kind of starting talking about it. It was right after um, I want to say WrestleMania is whenever we were like, okay, let's think about this. Um, let's see if we can do it. So he reached out to Supreme um, this guy named Eddie Carnage who ran UEW and when when we went to their show Rob came out and like that crowd just like popped for him and he's like I miss this I want to bring this back so um he was talking to the person that he sold it to but life kind of got busy and we kind of lost um not contact, but like the conversation kind of went on a hold. So fast forward all these years later, and um, if you hear a garbage truck, I'm sorry, they come at like random hours. So the garbage <laughs> truck okay. is about to come, but um, <laughs> yeah, you can hear it. <laughs> but so you fast forward um, all these years later, and probably like the last two years is when we really started putting it in motion because if you um, kind of been keeping track of XPW, we did our first show back in Rochester. So back where, you know, Robert's from. And uh, it's probably like a year and a half, two year process of doing all that and getting in talks with buying XPW back and getting in talks with um, Kevin Kleinrock and all the people from the past. And, um, now here we are what four shows in five shows in so yeah yeah <laughs> it keeps building like every show you see more and more people kind of coming out of the woodworks and like xpw oh so it's like <laughs> yeah it's good. that's super cool well i had no idea that it was such a, a kind of long process building up to finally uh, having the company come back so because uh there was a lot of like chatter online that this was only happening kind of like because of the dark side of the ring episode that came out and now because the name was back out there it might be a good time to to but you, you're saying that there was all this build up before the episode even came out so there we go we yeah. debunked that <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that episode you know it actually kind of helped put it out there a little bit more like push it out there because you know it was already in the works xpw has the rebirth of it has been like an eight nine year 
journey. So just having that episode out, people really were like, the buzz was really strong. So going into November of 2021, it was like, oh my gosh. So the hype, the hype is real. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. And that's what I wanted to bring up uh, next was the 7th of November. I think it's the 7th of November uh, last year. Uh, rebirth from the Main Street Armory in Rochester, New York. Um, how did you feel uh, with, with your role on the show? Were you comfortable doing the uh, backstage interviews? I believe you did, if my memory yes. serves me correctly. Yeah. Uh, so how did you feel um, going into that role uh, and, and, and the work that you did on that day? But also, what did you think of the show? It was a lot of fun. I, um, I have really bad stage fright. So being out in public in front of people, like, totally, like, trips me out. Like, I envy rob for that confidence because i'm like even though my personality is so big and being around all those people um would be nothing but having everybody like to stare at you is like crazy so like doing the backstage stuff was pretty easy and um being from a previous industry that was kind of centered around that because we had our own little like award shows and stuff. So doing all the interview stuff was very like, let's do this, very comfortable. And then having Rob kind of guide me through, it's always easier. So that's fine. Like it was just, yeah, I got this. Even though I think I flubbed on saying Masada's name like five times and I don't <laughs> know why. And I'm like, maybe I'm just really thirsty because saying Masada, it's like, what? <laughs> Well, that's okay. At least, uh, at least you know how to say cyclopay. So uh, I do. Got, you've got that one down. <laughs> my my you... Texas roots would be very disappointed if I couldn't pronounce cyclopay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, Chris Kloss was uh, having a bit of trouble to with that. So. <laughs> I was I was but at I home watching, and I was like, Chris. <laughs> I was like, whatever, I got I to gotta let him have the heat for this. It's too funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was getting annoyed all the way over here on the other side of the planet. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so Rebirth, uh, it, was a, it was a pretty, uh, for me, and my, we reviewed the show. It was very exciting. We enjoyed the show. Um, you know, how did you both feel after that first show? Did you feel like, okay, like, the ball's rolling now. This was a good show. Yeah, it was like that having the the infrastructure we had for the, that Rochester show was kind of like putting our feet back in the water. So it was like a test run show because if it, you know, of course it passed, it passed its test. And it was like, instead of going out to LA and just like hardballing it right from the get-go and then having all these like malfunctions it's like you couldn't tweak it you couldn't come back from it but having it in rochester and having rebirth there it's like okay we got the momentum back we got the mojo back we know what to work on and every show gets better and better because it it's like that pro progression of xpw coming back so you know this past show was a lot better than Rebirth and Halloween and Hell 3 is going to be a lot better than the other four. So it's like kind of, you know, you got to 
go with the flow and you got to go, okay, we're going to do this different. We're going to do that different. We're going to keep this. We're going to keep that. Right. Cool. Yeah. No, I have noticed the progression from show to show. I've noticed the little tweaks here and there. So it's been really, uh, it's been fun for me seeing uh, things slowly, but surely, you know, mold into the way that uh, is best for you all. And uh, one question I had was there was a big gap between rebirth and California. Um, I'm assuming was the issue COVID related with all restrictions and all that. Is, Is that what happened there? Yeah, it was really hard. And also to finding the right venue to hold um, the, what was it, California? Is that what, is that yeah, the, I think this is one of the <laughs> oh death match on it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I start getting them all mixed up. I'm like, it's one of the weird death <laughs> match shows that we did, okay? But, um, but yeah, it was COVID-related, uh, kid-related, finding the right venue finding the right place in Southern California. So yeah, so that was, it was a gap. So people were always like, are they going to come back? Are they going to do another show on the East Coast? Is it going to be just an East Coast company now? And it's like, no, like there's just a lot of things behind the scenes that kind of almost come first. So, and me as a mom, I'm always like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> where are the kids gonna go <laughs> so yeah so that that's like my own little my, that's how my brain works it's like where are we gonna put the kids because i'm not taking them to california so <laughs> <laughs> no i can understand that very even more stressful having the kids there when you've got all of this craziness going on uh, uh california was insane uh on the 9th of april uh this deathmatch tournament, I think, did it go for like eight hours or something like that? Uh. <laughs> it was a seven and a half hour show um, or maybe six and a half. I don't remember. But people always ask me, you know, how long is this show going to be? How long is this show going to be? And I'm like, you know, I get it. Like a lot of people and they go, well, some companies, they do two days of a tournament yeah. and Raw Black is Raw Black. So you kind of got to work with his brain when he's doing something. And it's like, this is it. This is what we're doing. And it's, <laughs> I don't care how long it's going to be. This is our first show back in California. People stayed for it. People enjoyed it. Um, you know, a lot of the stuff too is what kind of, what I feel kind of prolongs it is whoever matches up and how long they go in their match. Because, you know, people are like, like I was watching your review of um, our last show, Night of Reckoning, and the girls match, how people were like, that was like a 35 minute match. And yeah, you could shave like 10, 15 minutes off of it. But also too, when you have that much adrenaline and you have that much emotion put into it, it's like sometimes you just get carried away. Mm. Because if you haven't wrestled somebody or you haven't wrestled somebody in a while, then it's like, okay, we're gonna, you know, go all out. So I think a lot of that too is what prolongs these shows. Oh. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and I thought um, the match was great. Um, and uh, the, the show, uh, we still talked about California before. Um, that's what I was supposed to be talking about. Uh, but the, I thought the women's <laughs> match was great. And that was the other thing I was going to say. 
Uh, thank you for watching the review. I really appreciate it. <laughs> of course. Um, yeah. Uh, like, what so are they saying about this? <laughs> <laughs> um, so what was, uh, how did you feel about your first, like, uh, live deathmatch experience? How did you feel about that? I remember my first live deathmatch experience was watching Supreme. So right. I I was already like, I watched him. I don't even remember who he was wrestling. But um, when we went to the UEW show is like whenever I first saw it in person. Right. I'm like, God, these guys are crazy. Like they're doing all this. Like, I want to say one of the shows, there was the barbed wire um, ring. So it was, it was through that. And I want to say there was like, I don't know if it was a cage, but there was something where they had to climb up, but I think it was a fence, I think because it was outside. So I think it was a fence, but um, I was like, this is absolutely insane. Now, California was a completely different ballpark from when I watched Supreme. <laughs> right. And like, these guys are gnarly, man. They're just, they you know, you see Schlack and he's just like all covered <laughs> or you see Masada and they're all covered. Um, Necro and Big F and Joe did the brawl, which was very similar to what Schlack and Necro did slash show. Um, I'm like, you guys are gonna like knock each other out in like two minutes and then <laughs> expect to get up and throw light shoes at each other. Like, okay, you know, and like, um, I don't remember if it was California or if it was beautiful disaster, but like people got glass into them and it's like, and then they show like their pictures like on their social medias and it's like still waiting for the glass to come out of my arm from three weeks ago. And you're just like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't like stuff like that doesn't phase me. And I was actually nervous going into California going, Oh my gosh, I'm going to be like all wheezy. Like these are 16 brutal guys, like just going through glass and light tubes and cinder blocks and all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to handle it. But then I saw it and I was just like, right on, do it again, do it again. <laughs> so, <laughs> my mind was like, yeah, we've got this. <laughs> yes very cool one thing that always goes through my mind is when all that glass is flying through the air people in the front row with a beer in their hand and i, I never see them like quickly cover up their, their their cup i don't know if they're drinking glass or or what's going on there they love it though you gotta it's like the fans feed into it so it doesn't matter they are like they probably would lick that glass if they wanted to, because they're so crazy. They're just as crazy as our wrestlers. So you're just like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Uh, there's a switch after this show, California, with a beautiful disaster on June 25th, which was to crown the first ever XBW World Women's Champion. Uh, this <laughs> is a big one for you because you work commentary on the show with Chris Kloss. How did you prepare for this uh, and and how has Chris helped you in your new role? Um, I winged it and Chris was just like, just follow my direction. Like I'm very, I'm very easy to work with, I guess you can say, but I'm very like, I'm, I kind of have that 
weird ego confidence streak where I'm just like, I got this, I can do this, this is going to be easy. So, um, kind of, but Chris, he's just like, so you had to like find a way to go, okay, <laughs> I can ease my ways into this. So, um, which is, there's no problem with that. That That's just who he is. And at, um, at the last, at the last two shows, he did it by himself. So kind of readjusting to, you know, working with me, but it was, it was very easy. It was very, you know, I, um, I don't know spots. So whenever he's like, or not spots, I don't know, um, certain moves. So when he's like, Oh, that was a great spear by Camille. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I'll get there. I will learn this. I will. I will learn this. But um, so it fits because I'm more of the color commentary, so I just kind of play off of him. So it's just a very easy boat, and he's easy to work with. So he's very entertaining. It's very goofy. <laughs> oh, it like works. He is. He's, he is very funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do like the banter between you both. Uh, but one thing that I just laugh so much at is when he makes these stupid, these stupid noises when like Jasmine or Veronica are out there and he goes, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <He's>... <laughs> well, if you heard me the last show, I go, do you need to go to the bathroom? Like <laughs> I can, I can take this. What, oh, a minute to yourself? And then yeah. all of a sudden he makes that slurping noise and I'm like, oh, that's so cringe. <laughs> that humor that just is perfect for me that humor i know it me every single time <laughs> yeah. uh, how, oh. how are you feeling uh the women's uh division in xpw is going so far how did you feel beautiful disaster went you must be pretty happy about how that's all going i um yeah i i enjoy it it's it's very different from what xpw is but it's like that nice you know little little flavor to the to the world of the men so it kind of balances out especially if you have um like multiple death matches then putting like a girl match in the mix it's like a good equal even though right after at this last show right after the title match with taya and jody threat it was um the three-way uh, death match with the girls yeah. So it was like very exciting. Like those two matches going back to back was very exciting to watch because the Taya Valkyrie and Jody Threat match was really good. And then you had the, the three-way match with Sage, Udark, and uh, Mickey. It was yeah. phenomenal. Yes, very all fantastic stuff. I mean, uh, honestly, I'm not saying this just because you're on the show. XPW is my favorite company right now. Uh, everyone else always somehow disappoints me in some way. Some don't do too bad of a job. Like I like NWA and Impact Wrestling, but the other ones really do disappoint me. XPW, I'm always excited. I just can't wait for the next thing to to come along. Um, but yeah. enough of me. Back to you. Uh, 
commentary is this a role that you, you you want to stick with for a while or do you have any aspirations to maybe be a manager for someone or perhaps maybe an authority figure on the show um well my my um i'm evolving i shouldn't say my character but cat martini is evolving and if you watch like the tv show the next couple of weeks will kind of introduce that okay. um new as like that new um role for cat martini so i don't know if you watch this show but for your viewers that do they watch it then it will progress you'll see you'll see right <laughs> okay cool i'm gonna have to start watching the show it, it's it's nothing against anybody i just because i know that there's no mat there, there weren't any matches in the first few episodes so i thought oh this is just you know just a little bit of backstory or whatever but if, if you what you're saying is true and this is important and I'll fig be able to figure things out better, then I will be checking out the episodes from now on. So thank you for that. Well, if you follow me on, on social media, then you'll definitely know regardless of what all that's going to entail. So I'm just saying like that if you watch the show, it will yep. like kind of the dialogue will kind of explain it. Excellent, excellent. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, cool. Um, so Night of Reckoning, again, uh, August 13th, uh, just a few days ago. Uh, again, my favourite show so far. Um, I, I could see uh, the, the progression and I, I feel so excited. Um, how do you feel about how that show went and, you know, uh, do you know what the reason or the idea was behind now Masada is now the XPW champion? If you don't want to give away any behind the scenes information, that's okay. But I was, I was intrigued by Masada winning the title because uh, I finally got to see Brian Cage back. And I just was just wondering a little bit about that. Um, well, it was, we're trying to work onto a new generation of XPW and people get busy people get signed somewhere people get you know it scheduling kind of gets mixed up but masada really fits the xbw mold yeah and the fact that he's not just a deathmatch wrestler and we want to focus on him being an act a, a wrestler is kind of our thing and i just feel that He's kind of that, I want to say underdog, but he's that really good face. And he's a really good face for XPW. So the fans loved him. The The fans were very happy. And so watching the fans be really happy about that kind of made us really happy about it. Because we're like, yeah, we made the right decision. So <laughs> it's, it's good. And Masada is... He's a, a great wrestler. He's fun to watch. And, um, you know, him taking out the skewers out of his own head and putting Willie Mack, come on now. You can't <laughs> pick a better champ than that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I was thrilled to see him win because I interviewed him, uh, I think, before the even the first show, um, Rebirth. Uh, and he was just talking about how he just wanted to find somewhere that he could call home. Uh, he, he was kind of getting, I guess, a bit tired of, of where he had been uh, at that stage. He just 
getting a shot here, a shot there, a shot there, different companies. And he just wanted somewhere to call like a home base for him. So I'm really, really proud of him <laughs> as a fan. Yeah. I'm proud. Um, yes, we, we, we like Masada very much. Rob Black yeah. likes Masada very much. So it's always good. That's right. The Black um, Army is back. <laughs> <laughs> looking forward to it. Um, yeah. I, I have to know what you thought of Santana Jackson because me and my friend were in tears over his antics at the last show with uh, a human tornado. How did you? How did you uh, enjoy Santana? He he was very. It was it was a fun match. It was a really good match, and um, like the gimmicky stuff like that, I kind of get weary about. I don't know why there's just something like I like um, real life characters, I guess you can say, um, because my favorite wrestler out right now is Seth Rollins from WWE. So yeah. I'm a big like and I like that kind of character. So when you kind of put in somebody like Santana Jackson, it's kind of like I never watched him and I didn't hear about him until Rob brought him up. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. But then watching him, I'm like, oh yeah, he's really cool. He's like fun to watch. Like he's really good at like he's actually good at wrestling. It's not just him doing the dance moves and then doing a a, a move here and there, and then that's it. It's like he has a very good uh, fluid uh, wrestling to him. So it was enjoyable to watch. And Human Tornado was actually really good. So. Yeah, it was really it was good cool. For the debut. It was good for the debut of those two men to be part of uh, Night of Reckoning. Yeah, awesome. Um, so Halloween in Hell 3. We're finally getting the third installment of this one. Uh, um, what, what do you think people could come to expect from Halloween in Hell 3 on October 22nd? Uh, it's going to be dynamite that's all i can say it's gonna be explosive it's gonna be wild it's gonna be crazy i'm um i'm going to put in my input a lot on what i want to see and what i expect not just from the girls but like from everybody so i'm like oh this person should do this this person should do that um <clears throat> because i like all like the explosive stuff like i'm really into not that I'm a pyro, but I just really like things exploding. So <laughs> I'm all about, I'm like, I want everything to just explode. <laughs> well, when, when, and when it comes to And XPW, we're working sure. on, sorry, we're working. I'm like <laughs> okay. talking over you. That's fine. I'm, uh, we are working on something that's never been done before. Ooh. Um, we're working on bringing back people from old XBW. Um, we're working on a lot of surprises that I think the fans will really enjoy for Halloween and Hell 3. So I'm excited. Cool. cool. Have there been any, like, because, uh, you know, when, when you want to do something like this and bring back a company, you know, like, for example, like when you had um, that really nice Supreme tribute at California. Uh, you want to bring some of the, you know, some of the old guard back in, you know, Angel was there, etc., uh, to pay tribute. Uh, has it been difficult trying to get uh, in touch with some of the guys, you know, have 
you know, maybe there's, there's guys from back in the day that have hard feelings over how the company ended or whatever the case may have been for them. Uh, have there been any difficulties in trying to get some people uh, to, to come back? Um, yes, there have. But for the most part, it's been pretty easy. Um, you know, because Rob still talks to Kevin Kleinrock. Kevin yeah. Kleinrock still talks to all the um, the the guys from old XPW. So, you know, Vic Grimes, Impogo, Angel. Um, if Rob's not already in contact with them, then Kevin's helping him get in contact with them. So it's like some of these guys don't have a social media. Some of mm. these guys do, but they're hardly on it. So, um, and, and other, other people, some people don't want to be sucked back into XPW. Uh, some people don't like Robert doesn't hold Rob. Sorry. I call him Robert and I got, my, <laughs> I got, and Chris Klaus busted my stones about calling him Robert on the show. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. It's just how I have it. I can't help it. Um, but what was I saying? Rob, Rob has his way of getting a hold of people and he has his way of just if there was beef before, he doesn't even think about it. But for some reason, people have beef with him. So so there's some people we still are working on. Some people have different schedules where they like literally get booked up and you're just like, oh. So we're, we're slowly working on it. More and more people are coming out of the woodwork going, hey, man, what's up? So it's, <laughs> you know. That's cool. So yeah, it was it was really cool meeting um Vic Grimes, I have to say. Like he he was he's he's a good dude. So I, I enjoyed meeting him. Angel. Angel has always been my favorite. Like when I got introduced to XPW, Angel was like my favorite person. Because I loved the skits that they put him in. I loved <laughs> I I he was a great wrestler. So he was just an enjoyed watch and he's a great person in person so in general i guess you can say so those two are definitely besides supreme r.i.p to supreme he was the nicest person that anyone could ever meet but angel and vic were also really cool too that's really cool yeah I, I, this is one thing that i i'm really digging about experience uh the paying of the respect to its past um as well as you know, pushing the excitement of the present and the future. So I think that's a great thing that's happening. And anytime you can see someone pop up, you know, um, <clears throat> it's for me as a fan, it's exciting. Um, one other question I wanted to ask you is because I'm very interested in uh, the world famous Derby Room there in Pomona. Um, and, and obviously that the process of how the show goes. So would you be able to tell me like, from the start of your day till the end of the day, what is a typical day like on show day for XPW for you? It's busy. It's, it's you know, we have our game face on. We have a, a criteria that needs to be met. We have a time frame that needs to be met. We have a setup that needs to be done. I'm... Rob is like overseeing everything. He's, you know, making sure 
the rings there. He's making sure everything is, you know, lighting, sound, camera, all that stuff. And me, I'm putting everything else together. I'm making sure that uh, we got the posters. We have posters to set to sign. Like I'm in charge of basically the wrestlers, I guess you can say, and Robert's in charge of production. So it's just nonstop. And then all of a sudden it's three, four o'clock. And then you have all the wrestlers coming in and they're like coming to me, like, where do you want me to go? And I'm like, I need you right here. Just <laughs> like, and I'm already, I'm already like in that heat streak in like boss phase where I'm just like, you guys start bugging me. I swear. <laughs> like, and I'm just like, I need you here. And they're just like, okay. okay. So, <laughs> so yeah so it's just busy it's a very busy tiring day and by the time the show starts I'm like where's the bed I just want to go to bed <laughs> like I don't feel like talking but then I have to like go into the cat martini mode and just do it and then it's done and then I'm like and then we have to tear down everything and we're there to two three in the morning so you're talking about like a 15 hour day. Yeah. It feels like a 15 hour day. So it's a long, <clears throat> it's a long day for us. Right. That's yeah. Okay. Of course. Ah, interesting. I just wanted to just kind of hear what, uh, what it was like for you um, <clears throat> at these shows. Um, who is somebody that you'd like to see work for XPW at some point? Oh, a, a girl or a guy? Any, anybody, anybody. Uh, let's see. I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of people that I would like to see. Um, and there's there's more people that I would like to see come back. Yeah. But um, I, I would say <clears throat> I would like to see Eric Ryan come back. Like, I really like watching him. Um, but for somebody that I want to see actually come with us would probably, I don't even know. I uh, honestly I have no idea because I feel that if he ever got out of his WWE contract, I want Seth Rollins to come. <laughs> <laughs> Just so I could be like, I love you so much. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, out that WWE contract. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I don't know. I I um I'm still getting familiarized with wrestlers who yeah. are not contracted. I'm still getting familiar with wrestlers that we're bringing in because we have our core group of people. And if I'm not already integrated with them, I'm kind of like, oh. I'm like, I came across this person. But, you know, I think um, actually somebody is this deathmatch wrestler named Neil Diamond Cutter. Oh, yeah. Seen, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen, you know, I come across his social media. I've seen, like, the little clips of his. And I think he's pretty good. So I think that's somebody that would be cool for XBW. Definitely. So. I've had him on the show before. He's a fantastic guy. Fantastic guy. 
Yeah. Um, so there you go. There's somebody. There's somebody that pops in my head. I'm like, why are you going to put me on the spot like that, dude? I don't know you. <laughs> I apologize. Some of my questions can be a, a bit of a stinker. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so uh, right now, who in XPW right now are you most excited to see perform out of everyone that's kind of been there um, since day dot? Oh, man. Um, definitely Masada is one of the top ones. I guess all our champions. Schlack is really always fun to watch. Uh, Taya is great to watch. Um, Big F and Joe is always. Yeah, we got to get insane. him back. <laughs> he's, he's really good. He's really, really good. Um, Dirty Ron, man. Dirty Ron is the shit. I don't know if I can cuss on your show and I'm sorry, but Dirty Ron, man, oh, that dude is wicked. He's so cool to watch. I And he's such a great person. So um, he gave us one of his little uh, Dirty Ron action figures and I gave it to our five-year-old and he like literally put it with this collection of wrestlers. <laughs> so I was like, thanks. But yeah, so, I mean, those are probably my favorite like i said eric ryan eric ryan's always fun to watch so yeah excellent all very good choices uh here's one of the last questions on the show here cat really appreciate your time but this one maybe this one's a bit of a thinker as well <clears throat> where do you hope to see xpw within the next five years what do you what are your hopes what are your dreams for the company over the next five years or so um I would like to see XPW in the next five years start traveling outside of the U.S., maybe going to um, England or going to Australia or yeah. any of those places that are really big for the death matches. I think that would be fun. I think stepping outside of the comfort zone is always, you know, like that ooh, kind of feeling yeah. I um, expect more blood or death <laughs> or death. No, I was joking. Um, and just fun. Like, I think that as long as our wrestlers are having a good time, they're enjoying themselves, XBW will prolong and be good. And no matter what we do, Rob Black will always have like the greatest flip in mind ever. So, and I'm, I'm just here for the ride now. I'm, I'm, I am the boss. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, let's do this. This sounds like a great idea. But um, I did get asked if XPW would ever go to the UK. And I'm like, I never thought about that, but now I want it to happen. So I got to push it. <laughs> yeah, that sounds excellent. And you know, we're we're a bit far away over here in Australia, but I, I I'm sure um, we will come out in droves to see a bit of XPW live. So just want to give yes. you a bit of a nudge there. <laughs> I but think okay. an XPW uh, invasion would be crazy. That's right, but you know what? It'd be pretty easy for me if I just flew over myself. Just just me, I flew over to come see a show sometime, but I don't know what I'm going to get to, and it's really upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully so. Hopefully in the next five years. <laughs> <laughs> I might be there for Halloween and Hell 7 or something like that. Uh, yeah. 
um okay cat i want to give you the opportunity now before i get to my final segment of the show uh, the opportunity to just plug anything and everything that's going on uh with you right now all right so gotta go to the website www.thexpwwrestling.com for your merch for your the shows so pay-per-views tv shows tv episodes um my instagram is miss cat martini and my twitter is cat martini underscore xpw that's all i got <laughs> excellent and all of that stuff will be in the description here on youtube everybody uh anyway you can find cat martini will be right there when this interview goes out cat martini this has been so much fun getting to know you and getting to know about like this new XPW and everything. But we have one final segment on the show. It's called five second frenzy. You're supposed to have five seconds to answer each question, but it's okay. I don't want to put too much pressure on you, uh, but it's about your favorite. This your favorite that uh, first question here on five second frenzy is who is your favorite professional wrestler? And I think I know the answer already. Seth Rollins. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you could, so if there's is there a particular match that you've you've witnessed or you've seen that you would say that's my favorite that I've seen? Um probably this is longer than five seconds. <laughs> I I gotta say that three-way match with uh Masada, Brian Cage, and Willie Mack was probably a top-notch performance so far in XBW. Yeah, that would be my favorite match. That was pretty good. I have to, I have to admit, my favorite match on the show. Uh, <laughs> uh, moving away from wrestling now, Kat, uh, do you have a favorite book? My favorite book is called The Girls. It's a Charles Manson uh, fiction book, and it's really good. And it's a reread, so I've read it maybe more than twice. So <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Uh, favorite TV show? My favorite TV show would probably be Ozark on Netflix. Oh gosh, that was amazing. I wish I wish yeah. there was more seasons, but yes. Oh well, <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Uh, do you have a favorite film? Favorite movie? Yeah. Um, probably it's a a toss up between Ocean's Thirteen and Goodfellas. Oh, very good choices there. Uh, do you have a favorite musical artist or band? Uh, besides Metallica, because I like for some reason have like a bunch of Metallica shirts, um, would probably be Slipknot. Very good. Yes, I I, I watched a bit of your uh, interview with uh, your friend Jasmine St. Clair and uh, was delighted to hear about the music taste. Very good. Oh, I'm um, a metalhead. People would never <laughs> expect that. Never. They're just like. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny that the and i'm interrupting this segment here to tell a story of my own i i, I had had been working at this uh office recently and uh the new girl uh sat next to me and we've been sitting next to each other at work she's like blonde and she's like she kind of looks kind of like trish stratus almost she's just very striking and and I found out that her favorite bands were Ramstein, Tool, and Slipknot. And I was just like, that's the coolest thing ever. So I think it's that's... cool. <laughs> but what's even more surprising whenever I tell people I have tattoos, and they're like, what? 
so I have all my tattoos and like hidden so you can never really see them so I'm just like yeah I got tattoos <laughs> <laughs> awesome cat um moving away from the arts now there's only a few more to go uh do you have a favorite food favorite food I love Mexican food very I like good spicy food yeah you can't go wrong with Mexican. Uh, do you have a favorite place to eat on the road? When we're in California, there's multiple places. In-N-Out and Casa Vega. Casa Vega is a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Uh, do you have a favorite alcoholic beverage? And if you don't drink, just a favorite beverage in general. Yeah, I've been sober for a year and a half, so... I do not drink, um, but I I like Gatorade Zero. <laughs> that is like my. I'm always like I want all, like not Gatorade, but Gatorade Zero. <laughs> so <laughs> no, that's nothing wrong with that. I've been drinking a lot of that lately as well. I'm trying to keep away from sugar. It's too much sugar in my life, um, and I don't need any sugar because I'm sweet enough. Uh, Second last one Aww. here, Kat. <laughs> I stole that line from a movie. <laughs> I'm not that. I'm not that smart. Um, second last one here, Kat. It's supposed to be like, kind of like the naughtiest one of uh, Five Second Frenzy, but we can get some meaningful answers as well. Favorite male body part? You see a good-looking guy. That where will Kat Martini's eyes go to first? Um, usually the hair. I got a thing hair. for hair. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm a bald man. That's why I'm wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my hair a little while ago. But... That's okay. But, no, a good thick head of hair. That's, that's, that's I, I dig it. I dig it. Actually, um, let me take that back. Hair, I mean like facial hair. Oh, really? I don't really care about the head. I like, I like a beard. And Rob, okay. he likes to shave and I'm like, huh? No, he should keep it. He should keep it. I'm like I'm liking the silver fox look he's got going on at the moment. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> uh, and the last one here, Cat Martini, favorite curse word. You can curse on this show. What's your favorite one? Um, probably shit. I say shit all the time, all the time. Like I say it so much to where my youngest will go, "Oh shit," and I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> oh shit and jesus christ are probably my two favorite things to say that i say the most right fair enough well that brings us to the end of that segment and brings us unfortunately to the end of the interview cat i've really appreciated your time this has been fun my face hurts from smiling um i've had a great time here so again i just want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me uh this XPW fan all the way over here in the most isolated city in the world, Perth, <laughs> Western Australia. So thank you. No, thank you. And thank all of you out there for joining us here for my interview here with the queen of XPW, Pat Martini. I'm California. This is the Insider's Edge, and I will see you all down the road. Thank you.